BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey folks, how you doing? It's me, it's Lyle, it's the Gecko Guy, and I am so happy to finally tell you guys that after months and months and months of just releasing this podcast whenever the hell I felt like it, I have combated my indecisiveness and made a decision to release this podcast every Monday. This will be a every Monday podcast from now on. I know it has been annoying to have episodes release on Wednesdays or Fridays, and then the next week it's a Tuesday and, uh, you know, whatever. We are on schedule now for every Monday morning. Every Monday morning you should wake up and before you go into school or the factory or jail or wherever you are, there will be a new episode available of the Therapy Gecko podcast. So I just wanted to throw out that schedule that we got going every Monday morning from now on. And hey, if you like to watch your podcasts, if you enjoy the visual format, I will also be releasing the video version of this podcast every Monday morning on youtube.com slash Lyle Forever. As always, you can call the Gecko every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Lyle Forever. You can email me for whatever reason if you want to say hi or send me a death threat at lyleforeverandever at gmail.com, lyleforeverandever at gmail.com. And all right, I'm happy to be on track. I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be green. And I'm ready to get into it. Let's do some calls, baby. Call from Constance to Conference? It's Constance. Constance. Yes. Like the state of consistency. Yes. Do you feel like you as a person are consistent? Um, at points, yes. If I have enough motivation. What gives you motivation? That is a good question. Most of the time, nothing. It just comes in random spurts. What do you do when you get a random spurt of motivation? Schoolwork. A lot of it. Are you in college? Uh, yes. What do you study? I'm currently just doing my first two years. I go to... Uh, community college, so I'm just trying to get my first two years over with the basics. 
Constance sounds like the name of a fortune teller. Yeah, it's uh, I can't remember where it originated from. I used to study my name a lot. If that sounds weird, I don't know. Constance, are you ridiculous? I'm not. I, I think I'm very level-minded, and it weirds people out. It weirds people out, you say? Yes, because a lot of people, when put in certain situations, they'll become very emotional, and I I don't do that. <laughs> hmm. Tell me about a situation in which others are usually emotional, but you are not. Um, this is very extreme, but whenever I was 11, my mother passed away and I just thought about it as I can't do anything about it. And I just kind of have to move on with my life and hope for the best and work on myself. And my dad thought I was a sociopath, but you know. See, this is interesting because this seems like one of those things that's both a blessing and a curse, you know, like obviously you know, when you don't feel as hard as other people do, you avoid all the bad stuff. But do you think that that also causes you to avoid all the good stuff there is about being emotional? Uh, yes, most definitely. I'll see my friends get worked up over things or really excited over certain things, like us hanging out. But to me, I just, I'm like, it's just another day. Mm. I don't feel excited or anything. How do you feel about your stoic nature? Do you wish that you were more emotional? Are you envious of your friends or do you like the way that you operate? Well, there's been times where I've wished that I was more emotional, but I have had moments whenever I do become extremely emotional and I hate it so much. I've, mm. I honestly would just prefer how I am now. It's just really? so much easier on me. What do you hate yeah. about it? It just stresses me out so bad. I have so much anxiety over it. Do you think you have anxiety over it because it's not something you're used to? I would say so, yes. Hmm. There's lots of ways that I feel like you could take use stoicism to your advantage. Because... And again, I'm not a real therapist, but I do find this particular thing very interesting because this is like one of those things where you could either be like, all right, I'm going to work really hard to change this about myself or I'm going to work really hard to just accept this about myself and make the best of my life that I can, accepting that I'm just by my own nature, for whatever reason, a very stoic person. Right, right. Yeah, it it kind of sucks overall because... Like I said, I don't really get excited over things or I don't really get angry or any of those. But whenever I'm forced into something I'm not used to or I'm doing something that I don't usually do, I get really stressed out and my anxiety is just crazy over the roof. And I don't know what to do with myself. Mm. Have you spoken to a real therapist about any of this? I have not, but because of a lot of things that I've gone through as a child, i that's my plan. That's what I want to major in. I want to major in psychology. Mm. This is interesting because I wonder if 
your lack of feeling as emotional as other people will help you or hinder you in attempting to help them with their emotions. What do you think about that? Well, I've had the same worries before. And something I looked into uh, before deciding that I wanted to go to school to become a therapist was that a lot of times your professors will force you to go and take therapy because you have to know what it's like to be in the other seat. You have right. to know what it's like to be that patient. Absolutely. But but I, I don't know. I feel like it'll help me more because I won't, in a way, I'll understand how they're feeling, but I also won't get overly emotional. Mm. And I'll be able to listen to them and help them maybe think more logically about those things and make them feel more comfortable. But mm. I don't know. See, all right, that right there is sort of what I was talking about, right? How if you're like a really, you know, stoic, logic thinking person who's not very driven by emotion, instead of looking at that as a weakness, you know, you're looking at it as more of a strength and you're like, okay, well, how can I use this as a strength? And that's an example, you know, if you were to go into uh, becoming a therapist and saying, well, I think very logically and maybe I would pair up well with clients who are more emotional and I could help them think more logically and stoically. And then, you know, you do that and it works and you're like, oh shit, this thing that, you know, possibly people have been telling me there's something wrong with me. I'm actually harnessing it as a important tool of mine to help other people. Right. There, so there cool. was a lot. Yeah. I, I, a lot of my family thinks it's pretty cool. I've been through so many different mindsets and changes on what I want to be. Like at one point I wanted to be a surgeon and then I wanted to be a doctor and then a nurse and then a teacher. And now I'm going to be a therapist. So who knows? Maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe I won't. But well, thank I you so much for calling in Constance. Of course. Of course. You have a good rest of the night. Thank you for sharing. You too. Bye. Call from Darv. Dar. Dar. That was a kind of cool noise. Dar. Hey. Hey. How are you doing, Gek? Are you ridiculous? You know, I thought about this question the last time you asked it, and I was like. I I think I am because I have a tendency to laugh at things that are just wildly inappropriate. Like what? Um. So today, for example, I walk into my wife's store. She works at a coffee shop. And I'm like, I see her boss walk out and she has one of those like clear masks on. And I'd never seen one of those before. And I, I just started laughing because I thought it was so weird to see someone's face. So you're just laughing at your wife's face? No, no, my wife's boss's face. Oh, does he have a funny... I, I, Let me ask you something 
forgetting about the absurdity of the clear mask, did this guy have just in general a funny looking face? Kind of, because you don't get the nose and you get like all the lips and it's kind of like out of context. So you see their eyes and then you see a pair of lips and then just like a black cloth around it. Do you know what his name was? Oh, it's actually a girl. Her boss is a girl. And, and she Sarah. has a funny face. Yes. Where did you meet your wife? I met my wife on Twitter. On Twitter? Yeah, she lived in Ohio and I lived in Arizona. Did it start in a DM or in a public thread? It started in a DM, actually. What did you DM her? I said that I liked her style. Wow. I'm really happy to hear that, that worked out for you. Yeah. Now we got a now we got a three year old and we're married. Do you like being married? I absolutely love it. What else do you laugh at that's inappropriate? Um, one time, like, I was in, like, a lobby of a place, and this customer starts, like, throwing, like, the typical, like, Karen stink, and I just started laughing, and it's, like, kind of like an uncontrollable thing, like a tick that comes out, and I just started laughing, and the lady started getting mad at me for laughing at her, like, yelling at, like, this person who was just trying to make their food. I understand why you would laugh at that. I mean, there's a lot of content out on the internet of people yelling and people do find it funny. So I understand why you would find it funny in real life. Because it is kind of ridiculous that the person is yelling. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's not like me being ridiculous, but me being sane in a ridiculous area. Thank you for calling, Michael. Bye-bye. Call from... To accept, press... Hello? <clears throat> Are you there? Is anyone there? Are we alone in the universe? Is there life outside of Earth? And if, it, if there was, would they like us? Hello? What if... If there was a Hello? whole other race of intelligent life, I'm, I'm here. If there was a whole other race of intelligent life and they didn't like us, would we care? Would we be all like upset that they don't like that the aliens don't think that we're that we're cringe? What do you What do you think? Um, I I honestly do think aliens would be ashamed of the human race. Really? Why? I mean, all of the videos on the YouTube space and the memes and it's just our shitty humor. I don't know. I, I just don't. But we wouldn't be judged. We would be judged by our best. We would be judged by like Mark Twain or whatever. We I don't. I think that like the human race, if we had like a, we had to present ourselves, I don't think we would, and we got to pick, we would probably pick, we probably wouldn't pick internet memes. We would show them you're, like You're probably not wrong. 
but at the same time, it's like, um, you know, UFO sightings and everything like that. They've probably been just observing us for a while at that point. Why haven't point. they stepped in? Why haven't they come to kill us? Because they see how us? fucking stupid we are. They're like, ah, what nah. If, We're like little ants. So if a human has sex with an animal, it can't, the, it doesn't make a baby. But if a human had sex with another intelligent life form, an alien, that could make another sort of species of intelligent life form. Like, if there, what if there was, like, another, like, breed of like intelligent life? Like, interbreeding with aliens? Yes, if we interbreeded with aliens and we formed a whole new integrated society. And then those aliens, and then they, they had, well, I guess if, I guess if they had sex, if the two babies had sex with each other, then it would just make, or would it make a I feel like it wouldn't thing? make, I don't think they would be intelligent. I feel like that's going down like the inbreeding path between humans where, you know, well, they get really fucked up. Well, okay. Well then if, if that's the thing, then if you go back through humanity, eventually at some point there was it, we had to inbreed. There was, right? Yeah. But like, that's what causes like, uh, degenerative, like stuff like you know you know what i'm saying are you ridiculous uh i don't think so i don't want to be why not you don't want all right so you think that you are but you do not want to be yeah probably all right what makes you think that you are um some of the things i say sometimes just get like weird looks i don't know like i have shit sense of humor too that's why i think aliens wouldn't like us like my sense of humor is pretty terrible so that's what i was going off of so i think all right so you're kind of i think you think aliens wouldn't like you spe- specifically yeah Not probably human race probably yeah i mean i was basing off myself so you wish you were less ridiculous yeah, yeah, I'm one of those people that don't want to be perceived in any way, shape, or form, so. I'm curious, what, uh, so you called into this stream, uh, and there are, like, thousands of people perceiving you right now. What, yeah, but they can't, like, see my face and attach it. Like, right now, I'm just kind of a disembodied voice. This you is know? true, but you are identified as a, as a human being that lives on Earth. Yes, but I can distance myself like from who i am on the stream and who i am actually you know do you do you feel like you are presenting a personality right now that is different from who you actually are no but they don't know that how do you feel now that they do i mean i could just want it could just be 180 in it you know hmm why are you so afraid of being perceived that's a really loaded question. I don't know. Um, probably because anxiety. Do you think that you're unworthy of being perceived? Oh my god. Uh, this is getting real deep. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. What? What makes someone, in your opinion, worthy of being perceived? Uh, whether or not they actually contribute to society. Like, and 
I think a lot of people are just like NPCs, just walking around, just doing their thing, not really contributing. They're just existing. They're not really living. And I feel like that's what I'm doing. So you think of yourself as an NPC? Essentially, yeah. I just, day in and day out, I just exist. I don't really do anything. Would you like to do things? Probably. At what some things would you point. like to do? Uh, like get an education and help people. There's a lot of ways to help people. Yeah, there is. But at this point, like, I wake up, I go to work, I work as a waitress. That's not really helping people in any way. And then I what come mean, home. That's not helping people. That's, that's absolutely it. What? Hold well, on. I mean, I, like, in a yeah, meaningful you, way. Like, well, giving you, someone... What do, you, what do you define as a meaningful way? Like, a life-changing way? I feel like, yeah, like, providing a service is helping someone, but at the same time, like, not. Like, they do, it's doing something that they could uh, do for themselves. But to say that you don't contribute to society as a waitress, I mean, you actively contribute to the economy. You... All right, you get paid money, right? Yeah. How do you... Where does your money come from? Your money comes from... The restaurant, which people give money to because people feel as though the service that the restaurant provides is valuable, and so they give them money. And so the service that you provide to the restaurant helps the restaurant be valuable to people. So you provide value to people, inherently. And people, and people, it is objectively proven that you provide value to people because they you receive money in return for the value that you provide i hadn't looked at it in that light so i i mean you're you're right for sure i just feel like uh that's what having a job is yeah well yeah i just feel like it just provides value it has to have a little bit like a deeper meaning like doctors or teachers or like something like that like life altering in some way See, I feel like that's a big myth that, like, to uh, help people or have an impact, you have to be, uh, you know, a freaking uh, rocket scientist person. You know, you help people on a micro scale. Yeah. I just like to do something bigger. Do you have any ideas of what bigger thing you would like to do? I would like to enter the medical field someday. And by the way... You know, I, I think it's good that you're, like, aiming higher. It's always good to be aiming higher. But I wouldn't look at what you're currently doing as not contributing to society. I think that you currently contribute to society. You objectively provide value to other people. And you are now looking to... You currently provide value to people. And you're looking... You know, hey, how could I provide even more value to society than what I'm currently providing? Uh, which is a good struggle to be having. Yeah, interesting. I've never really looked at it in that light. I've always just felt kind of like, not, this is going to sound a little harsher than I mean it to be, but useless, essentially. And like, grand scheme no. of things. No, I don't think you're useless. And that's not in like a bad way, like, I'm okay with it. Like, I'm 
if I wasn't, I would already be going to school, like be re-enrolled and everything like that. But just something to sit with. Why haven't you gone to school? Uh, I actually did start school um, and then I stopped going because my ex and I bought a house together at the ripe old age of uh, 19 and then we had a bad breakup and sold the house and I just haven't re-enrolled. So I stopped going to school so I could work more so I could pay for the house. Are you still paying for the house? No, we sold it. So that part's done. I'm living at home now. So that kind of this part. I'm living at home after owning a house. Like I'm working a waitress job, not going to school anymore. Like I was doing more. And then now that I'm not, I feel like. Oh. Well, so then what's stopping you from re-enrolling? If, you, if, you, if that's what you want to do. Um, well, at first it was uh, like COVID. I can't do in-person classes. Sure. And I don't learn well with online classes. So I just, yeah. So I was just waiting for the classes to open up in person again. Okay. And in the meantime, you're saving up money living at home, which is good. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Not too bad. Just feels yeah. like an MPC thing. I don't know why that feels like an NPC. I mean, you're, well, well, uh, an NPC is like, well, okay, think about it like this. You're, uh, more like, you're more like, in the RPG, when uh, the guy goes into like the item shop to regain health and strength by yeah, that's getting, exactly yeah. You're the you're the shopkeeper. And look, yeah. the, and look, the main character, whatever, needs you provide the the characters with value as you give them food. Yep. And then in the meantime, no, I actually think you're in a good position. You're saving up money, living at home, and you can fucking re-enroll. It sounds like you can. You can. It was a good decision. I'm glad you sold the house. And yeah. You don't have to pay for the house anymore. Um, and now you're in a good position to re-enroll whenever you feel like you can do that. And in the meantime, you're not like wasting away time, you know, you're providing yeah. value to society and making money in return. I think that that is pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. This was a very nice call. Good. I hope that, I hope that, uh, this inspires you to think less poorly about your situation and more optimistic for the future thank you it absolutely does it does make me feel better to be recognized in a different light a different perspective there we go you've been perceived you've been perceived oh ugh. i don't know if i'm all right yeah I'll, I'll accept it i've been perceived um what did you say your name was you never told me your name oh it's taylor well, thank you so much for, for calling and sharing, Taylor. I hope I wish you best of luck in the future. Thank you, Lyle. You as well. Good night. Good night. Call from... Rudd. Rudd. Oh, hey. What's up? Not much. What's up with you? Hello. Oh, you know, just uh, hanging out. Just That's cool. Playing some video games, and uh, I saw Therapy Gecko was online, and I thought, hey, I could I could use some Therapy Gecko in my life. 
Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, you think you could use a little bit of therapy gecko in your life? I think everybody a little bit of therapy gecko in their life. Hey, you think everybody could use a little bit of therapy gecko in their life? Is that what you're saying? I think, yeah, I think therapy gecko can make the uh, just the world a better place, the world the world a happier, less uh, more therapeutic environment. So, well, I, so I was like, that. oh, let me call and talk to this to this uh, wonderful gecko. You know, you, you're thinking all these positive, you're saying all these positive things about me, but what if I turn out to be horrible? Like, well, then, you a know, deep secret that you don't know I, that if you found out, you would think I was evil. Try me. Now I'm, now I'm intrigued. No, I, I mean, I don't have one. I don't think I do. But what if I did? I just, think, did, you be, I just think, look, you know, we've been talking a lot about optimism. All right, we've been talking a lot about raising positive intent. I think it's good. And I think I think that what you're doing is good. I like the way that you're operating here. But I do think that you should have, like, just in your pocket, just be like, what if, the, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what it would be, but, like, just what if this guy has, like, a terrible dark secret? Well, I have to say, um, it's a good point. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think I have a terrible dark secret. Well, I hope you don't have a terrible dark secret. But, you know, I try to see the good in everybody. So even if you did, you know, have a terrible dark secret, I would try to see some rationality that. Um, so. Really? So you would try to... Hmm, so you would try to rationalize my terrible dark secret? Rationality. Unless you're just a sociopath. In which case, the rationality is you were just born with a chemical imbalance and there is no rationality inside of you really you know that takes a lot like like i don't want to bring up any like specific examples or anything because i don't want to get too crazy but like all right we can both agree that there are people in the world that do heinous horrible things right right and you how do you view those people you like rationalize what you're able to rationalize what they do is like you can still like empathize with them well, let's put it into perspective. I personally know some people who have done some pretty, pretty horrible things. Um, and some of those people have gone away for a very long time. Um, and some of those people have not. Um, some of those people have had reasons for doing some pretty horrible things. And, you know, obviously they don't justify it, but they do give it some sort of perspective, I would say. Um and it doesn't it doesn't make it right, but it, it makes you kind of okay. I get it, you know. I I get it. And uh, unless, like I said, the person's a sociopath and just has absolutely no emotion, at the end of the day, most of the people who did the horrible things that I know do have remorse for the things that they did. So, I do believe that there is some sort of understanding in every terrible terrible action that somebody can do, unless you're just an awful person which i granted i don't mean to say sociopaths are all awful people because some of them are like they realize that like i can't feel emotion towards people so i'm just gonna not be i'm gonna try not to be a scumbag wow i'm very impressed because you know seeing the good in people uh like reading positive intent 
having an optimistic view that human beings are generally good and that life is generally good and that, um, you know, all that stuff is easy to do, except when it's really hard. Like, like, you know what I mean? Sometimes that's, sometimes like, it's really hard. But some people, yeah. they show up for it and they're like, no, despite this, I still believe that humanity is good. Well, you know, I always say that, you know, back to the logic thing, which is humanity, I think humanity is good. But I really just think that evil people and evil, their evil deeds, let's say evil things, are just the breakdown of logic. So evil arises when logic, it just doesn't exist. So, like, it's illogical, he said in the last call, to kill and eat somebody. That's not logically, that's not a logically sound thing to do. So that would be considered an evil thing to do, um, in my opinion. Yes. You know, so, um, so yeah, that's, that's, so, I mean, if it's not, it's not logic, logically sound, then it's an evil deed. And I've done some illogical things in my life myself, so I don't exempt myself from that from that category. But I do think that people are inherently good. So if you think, think it's they, illogical, if someone does something that's if someone does something something bad that is illogical, you think it's it's purely evil. I think yeah. I, well, I think just illogical acts are purely evil, and that doesn't necessarily mean that an illogical act has to be bad. Like it doesn't have to be like, like, I mean, I can be illogical when I'm trying to take a test. It doesn't mean it's a, it's a bad thing or an evil thing, but I just think, you know, Ill, like evil acts when it comes to, um, peer to peer are tend to be illogical. Um, so if someone of, kills and eats someone, you consider that, how, how is that? All right. But so if someone kills and eats someone, and there's the, the logic is that there's something so like wrong with them mentally that causes them to do that. Which is, does that in your eyes make that evil? Yeah, I mean, it makes it so like so there's a chemical imbalance. I mean, like you just said, so logically to them, it's not illogical. So I wouldn't say it's evil. I would say it's at that point, it's necessary, like because you have people who do not have you know uh substantial grasps on empathy and logic and they're absolutely necessary to the natural order of things so i wouldn't necessarily consider that evil i would consider it a necessary thing that to exist so that way we have some sort of uh basis to reflect upon the good and the evil and um i think that evil comes when when people who know what's right and know what's good choose to do the illogical thing and do what's mm -hmm. wrong um so. see all this this is why I, this is why i fuck so heavily with dogs 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 are chill you know what you know what's crazy i'm a cat guy your cat cats too because if a dog does something bad or or even even good it's do dogs they don't know the difference between right and wrong so they're they're just inherently pure. They're not like Machiavellian. They're just dogs. They're just there. They don't think about right or wrong, and they don't think about the logic behind their actions. They just do things. That's why just, I, I you can trust the dogs. Ball. Yeah. Yeah. 
and dogs are pretty chill. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even expect you to answer when you called, so I didn't even have anything really prepared to talk about. So I was just, just like, let me see if I can get therapy, Gecko. And this I got my, therapy, Gecko. my stream, and I don't ever have anything prepared to talk about except the question that I didn't even ask you. All right. Yeah. I, I respect that. I mean, that's the way to do it, is just go off the cuff. So how do you think so, this went? I think this went... I feel I feel pretty therapeutic so far. I feel like I've been therapied therapied well. I've never been to a therapist before, except for that one time where my school mandated it when I was in my junior year in order for me to come back after a long-term suspension. I'm not a real therapist. I'm just a, a gecko guy ah. on uh, the the website where people speed run Super Mario 64. Well, well to me I think you're a real therapist. To me, you're a real therapist. So there we go. I think that's a dangerous thing to call myself. <laughs> I think it could get you into into some trouble if you start advertising yourself as real therapy. What's your um, name? Was? My name is Rudd. Thank you so much for like calling. R U D D. Well, thank you for taking my call, Mister Therapy Gecko. It has been you a pleasure. Rest of the night. You too. Call from Fletcher. Fletcher? Oh, no way. Why? <laughs> How's it going? Uh, it's going all right. That's good to hear. <sighs> Are you, you seem distraught. Yeah, I, I think I called like uh, 200 times. I was calling you a lot the other day. Why? I had something to tell you. I was tell it me. was the night of my senior prank. Your senior prank? Yeah. You know, all the seniors go out, do something. Why were you calling me on the night of your senior prank? Well, because I was just about to go out and do it. And I think the topic was like something related to it what was it well so we got a uh, like 50,000 forks right and then we went out to our football field we had like 40 people and we uh, stuck them in the ground you stuck 50,000 how many forks do you say F yeah 50,000 you stuck 50,000 forks in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, you gotta see it. it, it I mean, if you want to see it, I could tell you uh, my buddy's TikTok. It's like, no, I mean, like, what is, the, what is the point of it? Like, what does it oh, well, do? Well, the point was, like, it, it looks funny because, like, the forks, you know, they're just in the ground. And like it, like it looked like if you looked at it from a certain angle, it looked like snow. And it's Florida, so but like it looked like snow. But the funny part was gonna be like people picking them up. But we got caught, like with all the cops and all this stuff. So like we actually ended up picking it up. <laughs> oh, so you didn't even get away with it? Oh no, no, we got like oh, like maybe like fifteen of us got caught. 
but then like the rest of us yeah how many away. people does it take to stick 50 th i mean that's a lot <laughs> of forks that's it no it was a lot of forks how many people uh, did you have working on this operation whose idea ooh. was this was there oh, a vote I like know. i want to know what other like options there were that this beat out right okay so that's the thing i i just got a call from a buddy and he was like yo he, he pulled me in on it he sent me into a group chat i'm like so we're putting forks in the ground that was my first that was like what i thought too i was like forks but then someone sent me a video like they did it to someone's yard and i was like okay <laughs> that's pretty funny so we just hopped on it and we're like all right but it took oh man like 40 something people and we had just duffel bags and like trucks like four trucks filled with this forks. is like where did you source fifty thousand forks where did you oh get my them god from? yeah we uh so we we cleared out our sam's club and our costco and then uh we had so walmart plastic forks yeah yeah and we uh, we had we made Walmart like restock on them, like twice. What's fifty thousand divided by forty? That's like at least a thousand forks. That's over a thousand. Yeah, a little it's bit like over a thousand, thousand forks per person. Yeah. I think you guys kind of pranked yourselves with this one. That sounds that, that sounds grueling. Well, I mean, the outcome was really good. I mean, we, we I still thought, don't. We I still don't get the outcome. Well, it. Well, see, it didn't go as planned, because you know we got caught, and we had to pick him up. But like, it looked funny. Like it, it really does look funny. What, and, how was it supposed to go? Well, it was supposed to go. You know, like we all just put the forks in, leave the way we came, and then. The APs, like our teachers and counselors or something, or like maybe like the juniors have to go out there and pick them up. That was like the outcome. Because like, imagine having to pick, like putting them in, like just like sticking and putting doing them, that. By the way, like, putting them in sounds more grueling than taking them out. Taking out 50 forks is way easier than, I mean, you oh, did the no, majority of the work. For this no it's definitely I, I feel because... like this prank is very the the ire was self-inflicted as opposed to given to someone else well i mean but that's just me i may you know what you know what i'm gonna do what you say your name was fletcher fletcher i'll look it up i'm i'm gonna look maybe maybe i'll i'll google yeah, you image wanna, you search field it? of forks you don't have to i'll find it on the internet but if uh, maybe I'll see it and I'll laugh and I'll get it then, but just it described to me. If you go on TikTok, uh, and probably just go to like, I'll find it. Prank. I'll find it. Well, Something thank like you that, so much yeah. for uh, for for calling in, Fletcher. I appreciate you. Oh yeah, dude. Thank you. You you, you have, have a good one, Jack. Yeah. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by FunLove.com. Oh yeah. That's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, 
BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that. Penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low sugar sodas, and low sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Call from Lillian. Lillian. Oh my Lillian. goodness. Hello. How are you? How are you? Um Wow, this is exciting. I know, isn't it? Yeah. Very exciting. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm alright. I'm chilling. I'm uh, in the sky. I'm in yeah. on the computer. I'm living. Yeah, Gecker, you're really good. You seemed a little cranky earlier. Did I? A little. I don't know. I just wanted to do like a mental health check. Oh, I'm doing a bit. Oh, okay. Cool. This whole thing is a bit. A bit of what? You know, like a bit. A bit of what? It's like therapy, Gecko. It's a joke. It's a bit. Okay, well, I was doing a bit at you. I'm sorry. Hey, Lyle, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. 
What well, what did you do today, Lillian? Um, what did I do today? I got some bubble tea because I'm addicted to bubble tea. It was really good. I had a really long work day, so I was like, I'm gonna treat myself after work. What do you What do you work as? Um, I work with children. I teach them how to read. It's an important skill. But it is getting faded out a little bit. It's becoming less and less important to know how to read. (laughs) Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know about that. I I like reading. I haven't actually picked up a book in kind of a minute, but I did enjoy reading as a kid, so I kind of... I like, I, I mean, like sharing. you know, most kids, they get a lot of their information from, you know, YouTube and from audio. It's important to know how to look at things and listen to them. But reading words, I, I you know, it's getting less and less important, I think, in, in 2021. Yeah, you might be right. Um, that's kind of sad that you say that because I only recently realized that I wanted to go on this life path of teaching children to read. So you can maybe... teach children how to watch YouTube videos. Oh, they know how to do that better than I do. Exactly. See, they don't even need to read. <laughs> I guess that's true. That's true. Are you ridiculous? And, um, yeah, I feel like I'm pretty ridiculous, actually. Really? What is ridiculous uh, about you? Oh my gosh, where to start? Um, honestly, I I feel like I like to mess with people a little bit. Um, like, I'm a big fan of pranks, um, and just, like, just, like, not, like, I don't like pranks that are, like, really aggressive, like, um, but, but I like to mess with people a little bit, like, Did you hear the guy that we had earlier who, uh, with the fork? Yeah, yeah, I actually really like, I really like that prank. Um, What, uh, what, what, can you explain it to me? I had no idea what he was talking about. Okay, so, imagine this, you come to school to imagine you're like a sophomore in high school and you're driving up to school and you're passing the football field but wait something's off there's a huge field of silver what is going on and you realize plastic oh they're plastic okay so it's a whole field of plastic and then you're like whoa what the fork is that it's fork it's hilarious you know what i'm i i'm glad for that guy's sake, that I'm the crazy one here that doesn't understand what he what the fork thing is. I'm glad. That's see, that's the thing is with everything. You all you need is one per. You just need one person to get it. That's all that matters. Yeah. I'm happy for him that he has at least you that understands what that was. Yeah, I mean pranks are great. I mean my senior prank was a bunch of um, crickets that were let, left out in the hallway, which I think was not a very good prank. Crickets uh- in the hallway. All right, that. But that's a little bit, that's like a, that's less of a prank and more of like a plague. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Definitely more creative than the forks. Because like really? if, someone call, think... if someone's, because yeah, cause how do you get crickets? Where do you get them from? Petco. That's funny though. The... I like the cricket thing better than the fork thing. I don't know. I don't know. Crickets are like yucky. I mean, not. Like, someone actually has to clean up crickets. Like, you have to call, like, an exterminator for that. That's, I don't know. 
Exactly. Anyways. It's a lot more work than the than the fork thing. Yeah. That, what that guy was going for with the fork thing was creating as much difficulty and stress and hardship as possible for the the, <laughs> and the people that he was pranking. And he could have accomplished that much more with crickets in the hallway than with the forks. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I like I like silly things like that that seem a little bit useless, but are noticeable. Like, those are my favorite kind of pranks. Um, uh, you, like, I, was, I interrupted you. You were talking about... Um, you were talking about the pranks that you like to pull off. Oh, I mean, I like to do, like, silly pranks. Like, a classic one I like to do. Um, if I'm, like, invited to a party, I guess it's been a while since COVID and whatnot, but I'll go to the dollar store and buy, like, you know, those, like, big tubes of, like, farm animals or, like, dinosaurs or whatever, and I'll fill my purse with them, and then I'll get to the house, and I'll just casually throughout the evening leave little plastic toys around the house, and they'll, people will be like, where did this, um, horse come from? Where did this dinosaur come from? And no one knows that it's me, and it's, like, again, really kind of dumb, but I'm over here giggling, and everyone else is just confused. I mean, my pranking is purely ridiculous to me, and that's that's kind of why it's great. So you're kind of giving these people gifts. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is just, like, one example. Um, I guess another do, example... Do you keep oh. the... Do you keep the... The... Do they get to keep the animal figures, or do you take them oh, back yeah. at the end of the night? I've only been discovered one time, and... It was only because the party was kind of small and uh, I I wasn't being as sneaky about it as I could have been. Um, but I it's, it's something I do pretty often. And what um, happened when you got caught? I just like denied it for a while. And then the next time I was at the house, I saw like a little plastic dinosaur. And I'm like, hey, I put that there. And everyone was like, oh, we knew it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. How did you come up with the idea to do that? I just, I just like to fuck with people in like the least cruel way. You know, like I just like to get like a little giggle out of people. Just like make it makes life silly. You know, like like little little things. What was the other thing you were going to tell me about? Um. So the prank is actually this phone call. Um. My name isn't actually Lillian. It's actually a play on Lyle Forever. So, like, the Lillian part, right? Lyle, and then Forever, like, Lillian, like, Godzillian. It's kind of, it's kind of a stretch. Anyways, the prank is, is that I actually know who you are, and you know who I am. And I just wanted to say, hi, what's up? <laughs> How do we know each other? Um, well, we went to high school together, so I thought that the crickets would give it away. So I'm surprised you don't remember that. I never heard of crickets being... What letter does our high school start with? It starts with an O. We did not go to high school together. We didn't go to high school together? We did not go to high school together. Wait, then how do I know you? What uh, it, what do, what letter does the second word in the in the high school you went to start with? Oh, did you go to the other high school? 
Yes. Oh, okay. I did not realize that. Mm, I'm a little older than you. Um, but that's okay because my high school had that prank. Anyways, but we do know each other and this was kind of a prank call. I just wanted to say hey and tell you that you're doing great and you're doing amazing. And I'm really you, proud Lynn. of you, Jack. Thank you, Lynn. I appreciate that very much. Um, and, uh, you know, this was a, this was a nice prank. I'm honored yeah. to be pranked by you. <laughs> okay. You have a good yeah, rest of the man. night, William. Yeah, you too. Have a good one, Lyle. Call from uh, Asia. Asia. Hi. Uh, what's up, Asia? Asia, how old are you, dude? I am 19. You're 19. How old My is heart that? is racing right now. I didn't actually. Why think is your heart racing? Happen. I uh, I didn't think this was actually going to happen. Who's your heart rate? What's your heart racing against? Uh, my chest. <laughs> What'd you do today? I worked all day. As what? Uh, as a uh, food runner at a bar. You ran food at a bar. Yes. What's the what's this this bar? Uh, what's the most delicious item they have on the menu? Pizza. What's Which so delicious is weird about it? Is it the bread or the sauce or the cheese? It's like thin crust pizza. Mm. So like the cheese and the sauce is just like even with the bread. It's like a mm. good equation for everybody. And why is it weird? Is it why is it weird? You were saying it's weird, and I and I interrupted you. Oh, um, it's, uh, oh, it's weird because, um, it's an Irish, it's an Irish pub. So it's like, why do they sell pizza? Is pizza not Irish? I don't think it's Irish. I thought it was like Italian. Who are you? I, I don't, I don't think I'm anybody to be honest. You don't think you're anybody. No. <laughs> what do you mean by that? I don't. I just feel like um, we're kind of on a rock, and nobody's kind of anyone. So, if nobody's anyone, does that mean that anyone can be anyone theoretically? Possibly. Definitely so, if I'm not me, and I have no claim to my identity, does that mean that you could be me if you really wanted to? Because no one's already taking up the space. Oh my god, you're asking the really deep questions. I don't think I'm high enough for this conversation. Why do you have to be high for this conversation? Well, I think that would hurt you in this, in that sense because then you would be all distracted and hungry. I actually I for some reason whenever I smoke, I don't get um hungry. I actually get really uh paranoid. <laughs> really, what do you get paranoid about? Um I I'm not sure. It's it's like everything. I overthink situations too much. Mm. Are you over? Th what do you think about the situation that you're in right now? Um, I'm terrified. <laughs> you're terrified. Because I and walk me know, through this real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. I want to hear what you were going to say. Oh no, it's all right. You go. I'm sorry. No, I had nothing to say. Oh, all right. Well, um, I don't know. I feel like um, sometimes people dial in because they have something they want to say, and sometimes. You know, 
you don't think it's actually going to happen. You're like, you know, wow, it would be amazing, but it's not something you think that's actually possible. I didn't think this would happen tonight. Mm. So you are saying that sometimes people call into the stream because they have something to say, but do you not, do you not believe that you have something to say? I, I feel uh, like maybe I don't. I don't know. I just ramble sometimes. Like my words don't have a meaning. Deep within you, Asia, for something to say. What do you think that would be? Anything. Anything. Before we go. Um, I think I would say that I wish that uh, the... Uh, the foundations of what we live off now, like, didn't exist. Like, I wish that we didn't have, like, a currency or we didn't have, like, all these rules that we, like, try to live by every day. Like, I wish we could just go back to just being little cavemen <laughs> when living off the land and we didn't have to worry about, like, beauty standards and wealth and all this stuff just surviving would be nice yeah, living Asia, here's the thing is that you can't determine what society values I mean you can attempt to influence society but that's a little hard what you can do is determine what is important to you right so you know you might think oh man society overvalues certain beauty standards it overvalues uh, acquiring large amounts of wealth but on, in reality, I mean, that's nothing to do with you. You know, what do you value personally? And how can you live um, in more aligned with those with those values? And you should focus on that. And not, I, I wouldn't even pay attention to what society values and pay more attention to what you value and how you can better live towards those values. Because like what society values is an illusion and you can't hold yourself to it. Oh, that's very well said. Good luck, Asia. Thank you. You too. Hey, folks. It's Lyle again, interrupting for just a second to let you know it's that time of the podcast where I beg for money. Yes, that's right. If you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy the Therapy Gecko universe, if you enjoy the streams and you want to make it easier for me to do all this gecko stuff, in the future, you can head on over to patreon.com slash lyleforever. That's patreon.com slash L-Y-L-E-F-O-R-E-V-E-R. And for only five bucks a month, it is a super huge help to me in the continuing production of Therapy Gecko and of other things in the Gek universe and the Lyle universe. And you also get access to exclusive Patreon-only streams. And the exclusive Gek Legends Discord, I'm a little bit more active in there than I am in the main Discord. And very soon you will get access to all of my VODs from the beginning of time. Twitch deletes VODs after, I think, two months. So I've got a whole bunch of stuff that I will be uploading onto the Patreon very soon. From the very beginning, from the Gecko Genesis back in uh, June of 2020. Almost a year. It's been almost a full year of Gecko. And God, what a what a nice year it's been. I appreciate you folks. You can also support by heading on over to www.therapygecko.com and picking up some custom Therapy Gecko branded merchandise. I have sold 
out of my bathwater. I never expected those words to ever come out of my mouth, but alas, uh, your time to procure gecko bathwater, if that was ever something that you had interest in having in your house, unfortunately is over. But there's still lots of good stuff on there, so check it out, www.therapygecko.com. Your support is extremely helpful to me as I continue to do gecko stuff on the computer. And I will shut up and stop begging for money and get back into the calls. Call from... Charlie. Charlie! Hey man, how's it going? Sorry, how's it going with you? Going good. I don't know if you remember me, but we spoke a while back. How long ago? Maybe like a month or two ago, we were going off, uh, coming up with other names like Charlie Unicorn, Charlie Bit My Finger. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. How, how you, have you been since? I've been, uh, been on the struggle bus, actually, but hey, you know, we all have to go through that at some point. Hey, am I on speakerphone right now? No. You sound very far away. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you actually are, like, you sound even more far away. Oh no. Before. No, now you sound big. Okay. You sound alright. The well, struggle totally bus. Why a bus? I don't know. That's that's the term they say, right? Just the person that can mind the struggle bus. Who are you, Charlie? Who am I? I'm a therapist. I'm a brother. I'm a son. I'm honest. I'm insecure. I'm curious. I'm jaded, thoughtful, jealous, the list goes on. I'm a lot of things. Who aren't you? Who aren't I? Uh, I think I'm not someone who wants to put bad out in the world. I want to try to do good. You know, I have a saying. Hmm. It is very bad to be very bad (laughs) and it is good to be good and also it is good to not be bad and bad to not be good too and and it is also good to be good as well Mm. and it is also very good and really quite good too to be good Beautiful, inspiring. Gotta get a Thank tattoo you. of that. Thank you. Um, hmm. So you're a real therapist. You're a licensed therapist. Yeah. What's that like? I've had people tell me a lot. They're like, "You should get a license to be a therapist," and I'm like, "That's would be terrible." Yeah. I mean, it's got its ups and downs, but yeah, it's it's a struggle. But I mean, the whole industry is really like to get licenses a pain. To go to school is very expensive; it takes a while. 
if you can you can only practice in the state that you get your license in. Really? So that's kind of limiting too. Yeah, I mean you can get licensed in another state, but the, the whole process can cost more money. What I I I need to know. I need to know the what do you learn in the process of getting like how what do you know mm-hmm. that people who are not licensed know <laughs> that you use to do the the job of therapy correctly because I've yeah. had terrible therapists yeah. every therapist yeah. I've had is a licensed <laughs> therapist and some of them are just yeah. terrible yeah. There is no secret. Like the things they teach in schools, like if you're to go like you're mentioning with the other guy, like high school or college or whatever, it's like there is no secret to it. It's like if you they've even proved this statistically, it's like if you cannot connect as like a human being, you're not gonna be affected despite how many quote unquote years of experience that you have. Yeah. So there really is no secret to it. It's all about being a good person and being able to connect to the person in front of you. That's really what it boils down to. Sorry to bust the bubble, but you know that, that's Damn. really what it boils down to. That you can have all these acronyms and specific theories that have been developed by master therapists. But like, it really boils down to human connection. Damn. I know. See, it's different. Like, like if you were like a do- like a like a doctor, like a surgeon. Like yeah. a surgeon, and that's sort of what I'm getting at. Now I'm not like trying to say anything. I'm 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 inquiring of you. You know, like <laughs> like uh, uh no, I'm serious. Like like a doctor, uh, uh, a surgeon is a licensed surgeon. They have mm-hmm. a license to cut you open and move stuff around because they they have the hard skill of they know where your tits are in relation to your hearts and your intra veins and your stuff and they know how to shift it all together and they 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 read the book about how to make the heart good and stuff they they know the the logistics of what they're doing but there's not a lot of logistics to therapy in that same sense no that's true i mean i guess the only thing we'd have on that is that you're paying someone to with the aim that they wouldn't be an asshole to you. Like they are trying to do what they know is best to help you out with whatever you're struggling with. You know, it's kind of a roll of the dice, but you know, you can't talk to your friends about everything. And some people sadly don't have friends or family to talk to you about what's going on. And holding that in is not good for anyone. But do you at least have like a technique of some kind yeah. or, or uh, how would you describe that technique? Yeah. CBT, so like cognitive behavioral therapy. Okay, I've um, heard about that. Yeah, it's essentially got roots in like a philosophy called stoicism as well. So essentially, uh, focus on the thoughts. The thoughts influence your actions. You know, actions and the like influence behavior. So if you can influence how someone thinks, you can influence how they view the world and hopefully twist that a little bit to make sure they're not interpreting everything as, a, for example, a threat. You know, if I'm mm. viewing the everything I'm going around me as a threat, then guess what? Good things could come my way and I won't even see it. It's always be on, on guard and hostile. It's true. So that's true. my kind of bread and butter. It's like it's focused on the thoughts a little bit here. Mm. Does that help you in your own personal life as well? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, you know, thinking back how I was like in high school, for example, I probably could have used a little bit of that touch myself. 
you know, the fact that, you know, everyone's not out to get you kind of thing. The world's going to be the world. You know, what can you do with what's in front of you? What can you control, for example? You know, focus on what you can control versus what you cannot control. And that right there leads to a lot of strength for a lot of folk. I agree. I like that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Charlie. My pleasure here, Geico. I really need to, I heard that, like, if I could get Geico, you know, I've thought about this. I've thought about mm. this. If Geico came to me and they were like, we'll give, I'll give you a, sh- a bunch of money to put, to sponsor your stream. I've, I've thought about if I would do it because, do it. but then, I, but, uh, but then the joke, like the Geico gecko jokes that I get all the time, they'll just, they'll never stop. I will forever be the get the Geico Gecko guy. Yeah, but I mean, if you have the opportunity, you might as well like profit from it. You know, like what, what do you got to lose? You're gonna get those jokes anyway. So you might as well capitalize on it. True. True. I think you have a shot. Well, thank you for the motivation. <laughs> you got it. I believe in you. Thank you, Charlie. You have a good rest of the night. Likewise, you too, man. Take it easy. Call from Hello. Hello. What did you say your name was? Uh, Geo. Geo. Yes. What year were you born? 1996. One of those kids. Are you on my speakerphone right now? Uh, yeah, you are. Let me just put you you're on my ear. off of speakerphone. Oh, I'm watching the stereo. Now you're not. Now you're on my ear. Are you ridiculous? What? Yeah, I am kind of. Only kind of? Yeah, well, define ridiculous. I'm the type of guy that does ridiculous stuff on a certain level. Well, I tattooed my dog to my forearm. Is that ridiculous? Um, you tattooed... Well, first I thought you said you tattooed your dog. No, uh, no, no. I mean, I tattooed my dog and my forearm. Like, I didn't actually, like, tattoo my actual dog. That'd be animal cruelty. So you tattooed a depiction of your dog on your arm? Yes, correct. I... Uh, do you know the Shiba Inu, the um, Chems mean? The dog that just sits in a corner? I'm familiar with um, various Shiba Inu memes, yes. Yes. Well, I, I own a Shiba Inu, a white one. So I decided to take a betrayal of said Shiba Inu and put him in a manner that looks in a manner that looks exactly like him. So basically I mean my dog into my forearm and uh, my mom is about to find out tomorrow. So that's going to be ridiculous. To find. <laughs> How do you think she'll react? Oh, uh, well, she is a, she is a very religious person. The type of person that says that your body is a temple that you can't paint it that way. I already have seven tattoos. <laughs> Does she not know about the other seven tattoos? 
Oh, no, she does. But uh, it's been almost two years since I haven't done a tattoo because of, well, being busy and stuff and work. And, uh, yeah, I kind of did this uh, about three days ago. And I am excited to see her face. But at the same time, I'm not. <laughs> you know, my problem with the tattoos was that I, I've... How, how old are you? You're like 24, 23? 24. Yeah, 24. I'm about to 24. be 25 this year. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like all the thing, like when you're 80 or like, you're even, fuck it, when you're even, when you're like 40 or something, mm-hmm. uh, are you really, are you going to, do you feel like you're going to resonate with all the same things that resonated with you at 24? You know, I feel uh, like yeah, you know, true, you true, lock but it all into t- your body. Yeah, no, true. But it's like, for example, most of my tattoos aren't... This was the only main tattoo that I really wanted to do because I got to tell you, my dog, the reason why I wanted to do the tattoo, it was because of my dog. I was in a really dark place when I didn't have them. And then like having something to love kind of like wrote... Um, ah, my English again, it's screwing up. Oh, my bad. Uh, the, uh, the, this dog is, is basically English not like, your first language? Uh, no, no, it's Spanish. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch that at all. Uh, yeah, no, this is the second time calling. I called like the last. I, uh, I'm the guy from Puerto Rico. Anyway, uh, like the last time uh, we were calling, it was really fun and everything. But like, uh, yeah, as I was saying about the Shiva, uh, I was kind of broke. His dog really just like helped me uh, basically be a better person. Uh, help to love myself before I could help other people and just like basically yeah I don't know not have a dependency on other people well, what like, are the other do- is it like one is the dog and the other one is like fucking Tweety Bird or like a uh, 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 bikini girl or like <laughs> are they all things that are real things yeah one is from the Legend of Zelda uh, that's video games uh, but it has a rose because my mother actually gave me a Game Boy Advance for the first time with a Legend of Zelda cartridge so I kind of have a rose to commemorate her and uh, the tattoo of the first video game she bought me Star Wars because of my dad and the rest are just uh, yeah like significant tattoos that kind of resonate with me in my past and have really deep um, well yeah deep meaning I always I mean, I'm not personally a fan of tattoos. Not like for other people, but for me. I would rather just... If if I really like something, I'll just get a t-shirt with it on there. Yeah, no, obviously. And, like, I completely respect that. Like, I... I, I People always have... It's good Maybe to know that people cap. like you have that respect. I... I don't know. It doesn't matter what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're the therapy vehicle. At the end of the day, people you listen to people and you give your best uh, opinion to make them feel good. So that's good enough for me. I am the therapy gecko, and you are Geo. And okay. this has been a call between the therapy gecko and Geo. Yes, it has. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you. Nice one. Bye. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Call from Andy. Andy. Hi. What's up? Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm a gecko. That's good to hear. We've talked before, haven't we? No, we haven't. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. Don't get too excited. This might not go well. Oh. That's not good to hear. Why not? I'm afraid. Well, I mean, it's the truth. This might not go well. Um, okay. I don't think it's yeah. something to be, you know, emotional about. That's fair. It's just the truth. Every yeah. caller that's ever called in, you know, it might not go well. But here's the thing: is what's how do you define go? Is something going well? I don't know. Well, then, that's great. I mean. So why are you nervous? Are you nervous that this I'm, won't go well? Are you afraid? Yeah, I mean, I'm a little high. Everyone's been high tonight. Really? Yeah. You're like the third wow. person in a row that's, that's very high. Yeah. So what's up with you? Oh, not much. I'm just... How high Four. are you on a scale from 1 to 10? <laughs> like a 7. You're a 7 out of 10. That's pretty high, honestly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, hmm. How how long have you been watching the stream? Uh, Well, it's only been like a week since I've kind of rediscovered you. One of my friends told me he called you like a little over a year ago, maybe. And I watched ago. you for a little bit. Yeah. And then I kind of forgot about you. But I found Sorry. you on TikTok and I remembered about it. And so here I am. Hmm. Um, hmm. Is there any, like, it's totally okay if there's not, but uh, is there any, like, thing that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, actually. Um, I'm, like, I'm kind of afraid that all of my friends actually hate me. Uh, that's true. And wait, what? It's true? No, not like, no, not true. Like, I mean, what I meant to say was, 
Oh uh, yeah, I get that. But what came out oh, was okay. that's true. Okay. Got it. That makes more sense. What were you gonna say? Oh, I don't know. Just that I feel like I'm really annoying to them. Mm. And do you do you think that you are annoying? Yeah, kinda. Do do you like that about yourself, or do you not like that no, about yourself? I don't like that. Why do you think you're annoying? I don't know. It's just there's like no real logic or reason to it. It's just something I've been thinking about a lot. There's no logical reason to it whatsoever. No. Do you think you do annoying things? No. If there's no, well, okay, well, look, if there's no logic or reason to it, then you're probably not annoying. That's true. That's true. That's a good, good point. I don't know. A lot of the times, you know, people have these idiosyncrasies. Uh, that some people think are annoying, and then other people think are endearing. Yeah. And you're going to have to find the people out there who uh, jive with you. And, uh, you know, being rejected or or having other people think you're annoying does not necessarily mean that uh, you are cursed for everyone to hate you all the time. It just might mean that you are not very compatible with those people, whether they be friends or uh, romantic people um, but I guess what's most yeah. important I think is is what you think of yourself I don't know what I think of myself How old I I'm 18 I'm going to college next semester and I'm like I'm going to be roommating with this guy I work with um, nice. and so, but I, I kind of feel like, you know, the same thing that I'm annoying to him and it's kind of like, I don't know, been making me really afraid to go to college. What do you think of him? I think he's cool. I've worked with him for a while. I worked with him at my, at my old job and then we both applied to our new job at the same time. Hmm. This is an interesting subject. I think about this a lot. I, I probably thought the same thing when I was when I was eighteen. Not not necessarily like yeah. with annoyingness, but with like you know, insert trait here, insert perceived negative trait here. I think people think yeah. about me. You know, uh, well, I think it's one of those things that I mean, it's definitely difficult when you're eighteen, but I think it comes with age. I think you care less as you get older what other people think about you. Um. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm very vain in that way too. Like I'm always focusing on on what people are paying attention to me and to make sure I don't like do something that would be perceived as weird to them or something like that. You know, just making these ration like completely irrational judgments of myself because I think other people are are judging me for them. Do you, let me ask you, do you judge other people a lot? No. I, I mean, maybe a little. But I, I kind of try not to. I just, like, I'm I'm friends with everybody, kind of. I like, You know, I'll try to be nice to everybody and at least get to know them whenever I meet them. 
Okay, so you don't judge other people. You try to be nice to other people. These yeah. These are all your words, right? Uh-huh. So why do you think you're annoying? I don't know. If you, if you I mean, like... believe that you're putting in these, these good faith efforts... I feel like I talk a lot. And that people... Like, maybe, like, I talk too loud. I have, uh, I have ADHD, but I didn't, like, find that out until just a few months ago. So I kind of went my whole life with just kind of being untreated for that. And not, you know. Have you gotten treated for it? Let me ask you a question, actually. Have you talked about this with a real therapist? No, I haven't should do that. I'm very curious what they would say. Anytime I get into these conversations, and by the way, you know, I, I'm totally not blowing you off because I think about this, this, this actually is a, um, this whole, th- I, 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 I love, I love these, these topics because, you know, I've dealt with it and a lot of people deal with it and it's just, I want so badly, I want for myself and then I want for other people just to fucking not give a shit what other people think. And I know that yeah. when you're young, like, you care more what other people think. Um, right. But... Dude, double down. It'd be more annoying. Run around campus with bells and whistles and, and act fucking talk like Pee Wee Herman and shit. I would... I would hate myself. Well, there we I go. hate the idea of, like, standing out. Why? I don't know. Just because I don't want to call attention to myself. Because I don't want too many people to pay attention to me, you know? I understand that. I kind of feel similar. Which like, I know doesn't make sense because I'm streaming and shit, but... Yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, yeah, um... Like, I'll just, like, if I'm standing somewhere, like, in a line for something or, you know, whatever it is I'm doing, just standing there, I'm constantly worried about the way I'm standing because I think, like, I'm standing just abnormally or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. I want to think about this more because... if, If I could tell you this, it's like, I have felt that way before. And I, I definitely wouldn't say that like, and I'm talking about myself, but I'm trying to use it as like an example because I felt yeah. that way before. Um, and I know I've gotten better at it, so I know it's possible. And I have to think more about like, how it is done. But there is a lot of like inner work to be done and like discovery of like this like inner inner confidence you have to learn how to build yeah um where you just don't care what other people think i know it's hard but um it is possible that's good to hear and you're only 18 right right it absolutely will get better with age. So that's, good. that's what I'll tell you. At the very least, is that I think as you get older, you'll care what it, other people think of you less. Yeah. But why wait? Okay. That makes sense. 
Uh, and go and, go talk to a real therapist too. See what they say. Yeah, I tried. I tried to set up an appointment with a therapist, and like I called their office or whatever, and then they they said they were going to send me an email about something, and then I never got the email, and I haven't tried since. Fucking therapists. Yeah. We'll try again. I will. What'd you say your name was? Andy. Good luck, Andy. Thank you for calling, man. Thank you. Call from Isabella. Isabella. Hi. Isabella! Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What did you do today? Um, homework. I'm in college. I also had, like, um, I'm in a sorority, so I had an exec meeting. Uh, what goes on at these executive meetings? Um, we, we just, like, we argue with each other. About what? Um, what did you argue about which, today? Today, well, our school is hosting this thing called Greek Week. And some of us think that it's a bad idea because our campus was just shut down because, like, a lot of our students have, like, COVID right now. So the school still wants to have Greek Week, but, like, some of us are like, we shouldn't have Greek Week. What is involved in having Greek Week? What is the event? Basically, it's, like, a whole week of competition. So there's, like, one day where we, like, do this, like, silly dance. (laughs) There's another day where we have, like, a scavenger hunt. So there's another day when we, like, paint banners. So it involves, like, a lot of gatherings. So, like... Um, we were just trying to figure out exactly what we want to say to the school about why we shouldn't have Greek Week. Do you think we should have Greek Week? No. Or, or they should have Greek Week? No, I don't think it's a good idea, especially since we got like shut down for COVID. What made you want to join a sorority in the first place? Um, well, I'm an out-of-state student, so like I go to this really small university, so like a lot of the students already know each other from like just being from the same area. So I was like, oh, guess I'm going to wow. like make some friends. That actually sounds horrible. I don't know why anyone <laughs> would ever want to do that. Not what you did. Um, well, I mean, I still like, actually, no, kind of what you did too, because the people who already went to the school who are going to the place where they already know everyone, I don't know why anyone would want to do that because, you know, the whole point of going to college is meeting new people. But then you, don't you feel like everyone already knows each other? They already have their like group of friends formed or whatever? Um, so I guess I think it was really like fun for me to come and I was like happy to get to know people because like I'm from north and like schools in south. So I was like happy to meet all these people and like learn about this thing. But it was hard to like sort of make friends with people who already kind of knew each other, which is sort of why I was like, oh, I'll join a sorority because like they have to talk to me. Really? Yeah. A lot of people say that it's like buying friends. What do you think about that? (laughs) I agree. I 100% agree. Like, when people are like, oh, you're in a store, you buy your friends. I'm like, I do. I do buy my oh, you friends. You know what? I respect that. I respect that. A lot of people would, would be on the defensive about that, but I, I like that you openly admit it. <laughs> Let me ask you something, Isabella. Are you ridiculous? Um, Very much so. I'm not going to say I'm not. Why do you believe that you are very much so ridiculous? I'm really, really high strung. Like, I need to have a plan for everything. Like, every little thing I have a plan. Like, I make a to-do list every morning. And if I, like, don't check something off my to-do list, like, I feel bad. That's very type A. Yes. 
Did you do everything on your to-do list today? I did do everything on my to-do list today. That's impressive, honestly. I, I uh, constantly always expect at least one thing on the to-do list to not make it. I, I guess maybe are you like putting things that are like realistic on your to-do list? Yeah, I think I just put too many of them on there. I feel like that too sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. That was like a timer. Did you hear that? No. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, so I feel like I'm really careful about my to-do list, but I'm friends with a lot of people who are like very go with the flow. So sometimes they're like, Isabella, it's okay to like let go and not like be so married to doing everything like that. Hmm. So are you, is that an active effort on your part to try to be less type A? Yeah, I feel like, you know, sometimes it's good to be type A and other times it's not. Like, this weekend I want to try and do something spontaneous. What are you going to do? I'm not sure yet. That's, I feel like that's part of being spontaneous. You don't really know until you, like, wake up and decide. See, that was the test. That was what I was going to tell, that was what I was going to tell you if you had already had a plan. I guess I'm glad I passed. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in, Isabella. You have a good night. You too. Call from Natalie. Natalie? Hello? What's up? Have we ever spoken before? Uh, no, actually. Uh, I saw your stream or whatever like some months ago, but I first tried calling like two days ago. But everyone took up all the calls, so I missed it. But I really, really wanted to talk about um, the question that you had for the last stream. Uh, that was... Sorry, what? Oh, I said, sure. Yeah, yeah, so the question was, what's something that um, other people aren't... What's something I think I'm good at that other people aren't? Yes, the question was, what what's uh, difficult for others but easy for you? Oh, you have a cat. Yes, he's laying on me right now. Hello, cat. Right, His what, name is Squeaky. Um, what is... Uh, Natalie, what is difficult for other people but easy for you? <laughs> um, Painting and drawing. Painting and um, drawing. Yeah. So, I'm right, about to go uh, to... Did you call in to prom uh, promote your art Instagram? <laughs> that wasn't the intention, but I can. What were you going to uh, say before I interrupted you? I was going to say, yeah, I'm about to start art school, but it's kind of nerve wracking because I don't know. I used to think I was just going to be like a math teacher or something because people were always like, oh, you're going to be a starving artist, but are you going into debt? Uh, I guess I'll have student debt. I, I, <laughs> I feel like I should know, but, should. um, yeah, someone says art school is a waste of money. I feel like it kind of is, but... Do you feel like it's a waste of money? Where are you going? Well, I guess because it doesn't feel like it's my money. And, like, I don't know. I want to, like, meet people who are also interested in the same things as me. Uh, is it... Are your parents paying for it? Is the government paying for it? Uh, a combination of both. Yeah, that was my one sort of caveat for college. If you can get other people, I'm pretty anti-college, but if you can get other people to pay for it, that's the moves. Exactly. 
Uh, what do you want to do out of art school? Do you have any idea? If you could wave your magic wand, Natalie, and do anything, what would you do? Uh, it's so hard. Honestly, maybe like an animator. I've been thinking about that in the past couple of days. For an I mean, yeah, initially I was uh, signed up to learn like fine arts because I wanted to have like my paintings in museums. But um, then I realized that my style kind of fits more with like illustration. So I think I'm I'm gonna stick with illustration. What was the last thing you illustrated? Ooh, last thing I drew. I'm working on a painting right now. It's a painting of me biting like a cow's udder. Um, it's biting it's, a cow's udder. Yeah, it's not like, like something from real life experience that you did, is it? No, no. I've never. Honestly, I don't think I've seen a cow in real life. Oh no, I'm. I don't know. I I don't know if I've seen a cow in real life either. No, there's no way we had to have seen cows in real life. I know, right? At least one. But yeah, so... Okay, why did you pick yourself uh, biting a cow's udder? Well, it's a part two. The, the original piece that I made like two years ago was myself licking a cow's udder. And so the point behind that was like... <laughs> um, at the time, I felt passionate about like femininity in a sense and how like sometimes I feel like women feel like they need to do gross and disgusting shit or really anyone not specifically women but um do gross and disgusting shit that they normally wouldn't do but in order to like please other people so I kind of wanted to like have myself licking an udder <laughs> to show that like it's shocking so in the piece is the thing that you're doing that other people that you're doing so in the piece it's supposed to be that you're licking this other to please other people <laughs> yeah i guess to please the cow oh like sexually yeah yeah do cows receive sexual pleasure from people stimulating their udders i don't think so also i realize that the concept kind of dumb <laughs> because Cows are female. But I mean, it still makes sense. Well, I guess that's why you're going to art school, is to make your paintings have meaning. Yeah, and be nasty. Well, I wish you the best of luck. I hope that your cow at her gets an A. Thank you. You have a good night. You too. Therapy goes on the line. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Gecko.